Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. We're doing everything we can to entice overseas visitors as well as domestic tourists and day trippers back to our capital. London Mayor Sadiq Khan there speaking last year. Now he claims the capital's tourist economy is roaring back to life after Covid. But is it? And who's paying a fortune for those inflated entry ticket food and drink prices? Research released by City Hall as part of its Let's Do London campaign shows 2 million more international visitors are forecast to arrive in the capital in 2023 compared with last year, all of which is projected to generate an extra £674 million pounds in revenue. It comes after London's music and film industry enjoyed a bumper July with more than 1 million people attending live music shows or boosting cinema's busiest weekend in four years with the release of the Barbie and Oppenheimer movies. Meanwhile, a report by Tourism Body Visit London also found the capital's attractions last year enjoyed a 141% rise in visitor numbers. Some of the biggest events still to come this summer include Notting Hill Carnival, London Fashion Week and Hackney's All Points East Festival featuring Stormzy and The Strokes. And what about getting all these extra passengers around the capital? Well, Transport for London is also testing out the first new Piccadilly Line train since the 70s in Germany. To find out more, the Leader podcast is joined by Noah Vickers, the Standard's local democracy reporter covering City Hall. Noah, what are you reporting on Tuesday? Well, basically, London's tourist economy looks to be in a really good place this year. City Hall are really pleased because they've been going over some of the data on international arrivals into the capital. And it looks like we're up compared to pre-pandemic levels, at least looking at 2019. And Separately, looking at the whole of this year, it looks like we're projected to have two million more visitors than we did last year, which brings, of course, extra revenue to the capital. This £674 million figure that City Hall has come to, how is that broken down and what do we know about who will benefit from this extra cash in the coffers? This was taken from a data analytics company that City Hall have referred to in their research. They've looked at the projected number of people coming to London this year. And what they found is that it will generate the equivalent of, I think they found a dollars figure, but in pounds, £674 million of additional revenue. That's money spent by tourists in hotels, accommodation, but also in restaurants, in visitor attractions. 
And all of that does go back into the London economy because it's helping to support the hospitality industry and a range of other sectors as well. It helps to pay wages. This is all part of the post-COVID growth strategy. What do we know about how City Hall collated this data? So City Hall approached a range of different um, data analytic companies and reports to draw this data together. Some of them looked at 2022 rather than this year because it can take time to draw these reports up and to look at the course of the whole year. But what they'd found was that there was already last year a big increase in visits to attractions and London was the best performing region of any in the UK. It was something like a 141% rise compared with 2021. So clearly, uh, you know, with the lifting of COVID restrictions, and really the pandemic not being felt in people's lives last year, that was already making a big difference. And of course, this is under Mayor Sadiq Khan's tenure, but we're heading into the City Hall election cycle. What do we know about his main competitor, Susan Hall's plans to promote London? We don't know a lot at this stage. It's still very early in the campaign, but I'm at City Hall most weeks and I've seen Susan Hall in meetings where they're talking about uh, London's international reputation. There was a recent meeting, for example, where they were looking at travel that the mayor and his deputies had made around the world. And while some of her conservative colleagues were sort of using it as an opportunity to say, well, he's wasting money flying around the world, he should be spending it here in London. She actually was sticking quite closely to the line that it is the mayor's job to, as she put it, bang the drum for London. So I think that does suggest that, you know, she would be willing to go abroad to kind of, um, yeah, bang the drum for the capital and to try and get people excited about coming to London. Let's go to the ads coming up. London's first Piccadilly line train since the 70s and solar panels for city airports. Why not hit follow in the meantime and give us a rating? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Of course, we have the price hikes, which are going to be feeding into this uh, big multi-million pound figure. What do we know about how tourists and Londoners are adjusting to these often quite substantial increases? We know that it has had an impact on kind of tourists' behaviour around London. And we were already seeing that last year, actually, because obviously the cost of living crisis has been going on for some time now. The Association of Leading Visitor Attractions, ALVA, they looked at what people were up to last year, and they were already seeing that there was a big, a much bigger increase in people visiting free attractions rather than ones that charge you. Uh, There was a 183% year-on-year increase in visitors to free attractions compared with a 101% rise 
for those that charged people. And anecdotally, we do know that some attractions across the capital have had to uh, charge people a higher rate to enter. So undoubtedly, it's had an impact. But clearly, people are still coming to London, and they're willing to spend their money here. And then in terms of infrastructure projects supporting this post-COVID boom. What was your report on City Airport's solar array and how would this work? This was uh, an interesting concept that was looked at a couple of years ago at London City Airport. So it could in fact be something that directly benefits people coming into uh, the UK or the the tourism industry in general. The idea was to have uh, solar panels laid out uh, floating in the Royal Docklands and it could generate uh, a significant portion of London City Airport's electricity. It's still at the early stages but the mayor recently confirmed that it isn't off the table and the Royal Docks Management Authority have told me that it is something that still is on their aspiration list. It is still something that they want to see happen in the area. So while it might not be turning up immediately, we could one day, you know, the next few years, see these floating solar panels in the Royal Docks. And your other big story today is about these Piccadilly line trains. Could you give us an overview on why is this rolling stock being tested in Germany and what are TfL hoping to achieve? Yeah, this is a really exciting development for the Piccadilly line because it's obviously one of the oldest uh, rolling stocks on the on the network. It's been, you know, those trains have been in use since the mid 70s. Um, and these have been awaited for some years. Uh, they're being built by Siemens Mobility, which is a German company. So they're being tested in Germany. They were actually uh, some of them at least were, came off the production line in Vienna before being transported to Germany. They were spotted, in fact, by some eagle-eyed train enthusiasts on the way. Um, meanwhile, a, a site is being built in the East Riding of Yorkshire at Goole, where around half of the fleet is expected to be built. So it's not completely being constructed in Germany, but it is currently undergoing testing there. What do we know about the technology that's going to be inside? We know that you know, there have been a lot of advances since the 70s in terms of how we can build train carriages. The main benefit is that they're going to be a lot lighter. They're not going to be as heavy on the tracks. And that brings a lot of uh, advantages in terms of the energy efficiency. They don't need to use as much power to move at the same speed. There'll also be uh, walk-through carriages like we have on the Elizabeth line and on the kind of more modern uh, other tube lines like the District and Circle lines. They're also going to feature air cooling, which is a real benefit when you're that deep underground. And some of those tube lines are getting hotter and hotter, it feels like, each year. Um, as well as sort of digital display screens, which would be a big upgrade on the sort of dot matrix that you have on the Piccadilly at the moment. And finally, thank you very much for your time. I think the big issue with a lot of these older trains is in terms of the noise. Do we know anything about how these new designs could help dampen the noise? We know that this is an issue that TfL is looking at and continues to receive really regular complaints about. You know, I reported earlier this year on a a section of the Jubilee line where people couldn't even hold conversations in their back gardens. People uh, on this stretch of track called the Kingsbury Curve um, near Kingsbury Tube Station in, in northwest London, there's a sort of street that backs onto the track where people weren't even able to kind of have their neighbours round and have a chat because the screeching sounds created by the trains were too loud. So it is something that they're looking at and that can, with older trains, be difficult to deal with. It's especially bad when the tracks are curved and that creates more friction and more screeching. So the hope is that with these uh, new Piccadilly line models, uh, being lighter will at least mean that there's less pressure on the tracks and hopefully less noise. more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back on Wednesday at 4pm.
Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.